0: Hello, I'm Ruth kearns Bowman. Welcome to Milestone Moments, short extracts from my podcast to inspire, encourage and equip you on your path to success. My first ever interview on your path to success five years ago was with P&G Chief Sustainability Officer Virginie Elias. In this clip, you'll hear her talk about a milestone moment in her journey back in 2011, when in a 20 minute meeting with the CEO of PNG, she laid out the rationale for appointing a chief sustainability officer and proposed herself for the job. You were really a pioneer because, you know, I work with some people who are at PNG and there's such a, a hunger and thirst to do something which is meaningful, you know, to, to do something where people really feel that they're making a difference like you said, whatever that motivation is for them, whether it's about the planet or whether it's about something else, to really make a difference. And it sometimes feels in in such a big company that you're just a small cog in a a huge wheel. What's your experience of, you know, making your voice heard and changing people's minds? I mean, the first condition is to really
1: believe in what you do. You know, not that I was a sustainability fan from day one, because actually I didn't even know how to spell the word. So it was, (laughs) I had to educate myself, you know, and, and, uh, but learning more about it, I, i totally convinced that that was the only way to have a sustainable business in in the financial economics uh, standpoint, you know, and we needed to integrate this dimension. So, and what's very interesting is that as I talk more with people, even the so-called skeptics, you know, the more they learn, the more they believe into it. And it could apply to anything, being fundamentally convinced that what you are doing is right. And then being brave, Mm -hmm. you know, being be brave, not perfect is one of my leadership mantra, because, and it's especially applies to women who wants to be perfect. Yeah. Many cases. And and here it's, you know, uh, dare to go out without makeup, where I call it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, because it's really who you are that will convince people, and how you say it in a way that is authentic, you, your own integrity. You know, if 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 it fits with you know, what you believe, with your personal values, you will always be right, quote unquote, because you will be authentic. Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, that that's that's the key. And, and people tell me, you know, uh, your passion, and and I don't really like that when people put my passion first because it it's, um, it sounds a bit, uh, irrational, you know, for me is more the authenticity and the integrity of, of acting on what I believe. Yeah. And
0: that takes courage. That's what I'm hearing. And that it's that courage. brave, not perfect. Absolutely. It takes courage. Do you have a little story for us of, uh, you know, how that's happened for you. Cause I know you several times we were talking about it. You've had to go and ask permission for things. You had to do many firsts
1: yeah. in this yeah. journey. So I think that the story of the creation of my job is, is, is a prime example of this. And, and so I, I was saying that after this uh, serendipitous experience mm-hmm. on area really where I stumbled on something that was great commercially and that at the same time environmentally, I decided to further educate myself uh, seriously, and I went to this training called One Planet Leader by the WWF and, and in partnership with IMD in Lausanne. And for a week, I was surrounded with uh, sustainability practitioner. You know, people whose job was to lead sustainability and master the science of it, and 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 for me it was it was still a dead job. I mean, I was leading innovation for Ariel in in Europe, and at the end I learned a lot during that week. But the most important, you know, is at the end when people kind of share their uh, learning and commitment. I committed to the to the. People there that I would make sustainability my job. And I had absolutely mm-hmm. no idea how I would do that. But because I had committed externally, which became afterwards a key lesson for my job, actually, I had to be congruent with what I had committed. And so I, I decided to, uh, to act on it. And so two weeks after this training, I went to Cincinnati to ask a meeting with the CEO. And I had done a bit of research and, and uh, understood that, uh, Many companies were starting to start sustainability from, from the business with business people. And so I, I wrote a, a job description and I got 20 minutes with the CEO and, and those 20 minutes I explained to him why it made sense to, to create a commercial position that would bridge between science and sustainability and, and business. Because we had a big, big, uh, environmental group mastering the science, toxicologists, biologists, scientists, but they had very loose connection with the business. And I said, there is an opportunity to create a role which can bridge business and sustainability. And I said, and by the way, that's the job I want. And he said, okay. And so I started <laughs> from scratch. Absolutely no expectation because he really had no idea what I should be doing. And I had one single mission, which was to make sustainability an integral part of how we do business. And to make it easier for him to, to say, yes, I said, I want a job, no team but it was just, it was not just to make it easier. It was part of the mission because when you have a sustainability team and the business has an issue, they say go as the team and there is no accountability. Yeah. So I started alone yeah. with a very clear vision of what I wanted to do, but absolutely no idea how to do it. And I learned by doing it.
0: Right. So another thing that I'm picking up from what you're saying, one of your, keys to creating your own path because that's what we're talking about your journey you said being clear on what you want but then you kind of put it out there in the world you kind of said oh yeah you committed to these people you've been on the courses. this is what I'm going to do I'm going to make sustainability my job and then you went and asked for it
1: yes I, I mean one of my uh, deep beliefs is that when you have absolute clarity on what you want and this is not easy because yeah, you know, many people don't have that clarity. They never ask themselves a question, and it's uh, it's very hard work to uh, to have absolute clarity mm. on what is important for you and what you want out of life. Once you have that, something extraordinary happens, which is that the universe gathers itself to give it to you. Mm. In 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 several, and it starts with one thing, which leads to another, which leads to another. I have seen that over and over in that job. I knew exactly. My mission, and I knew exactly why I wanted to do it. I didn't know how, but little by little, I was introduced to people who gave me the first step, which gave me the second step. And I never had to a moment of now I don't know what to do because each time there was something that came to me, which gave me part of the answer. And, and so, I mean, and, and I've experienced that in, other feels I you know it's it's but it
0: starts with being absolutely clear and knowing what my... you really want and it's interesting because we talked about coaching before and and it's one of the questions that you know coaches love to ask what do you really want but not in the kind of just off the cuff Now, what do you really want yeah and it does take people time to kind of you know find it and express it out loud what they really want because absolutely. we're all Living with expectations of other people or what we think we should
1: want or 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 so on. And and very often we think that what we want is the expectation people put on ourselves. Right. Which is basically how I led my life up to a point which was, you know, it was kind of a a path defined by others. You know, I I went in a very good school. I went to the, in France, uh, went to the best preparatory school for business school, which is kind of typical French uh, curriculum. Then I went to... I should say, Paris, uh, you know, to do, uh, my master. And then I wanted to, to do marketing. I majored in marketing at HSC. So naturally I went to PNG, which was seen as the marketing school. Mm. And then, you know, assistant bond manager, bond manager, marketing director, the, the, the path was yeah. there. I just followed it. Yeah, It was not mine. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you consciously chosen the path you are on? Or are you continuing to follow the path of others' expectations? As Virginie says, it does take absolute clarity on what is important for you and what you want out of life to choose your own path. And that requires work. If you're ready to kickstart that work, then why not join me for my one-day Reignite Your Purpose workshop on the 27th of January, 2024, at the Everness Hotel in Chavannes. You can find the details on my website, yourpathtosuccess.ch forward events. Or if you want to find out how you can do this work as an individual or group coaching journey, then send me a message via my website to discover more. Finally, if you want to hear the full interview with Virginie, then hop over to episode one, where she gives more insight into how she navigated the path to where she is today. And don't forget to subscribe to Your Path to Success with Ruth combs to ensure you don't miss out on more inspiring interviews.